On this week's episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, we talk about thunderclap headaches, another episode of Dear Mojo, and special guest in studio, Nuff Said. All that and more on this week's episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Here we go. The views and opinions of Southern Fried Philosophy are not necessarily those of our guests, sponsors, or friends of the show, but they should be. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Busted Knuckle Studio right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit, that's right, I'm talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina. He is 2016's honorable mention beefcake of the year, the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up on old Mike number one. It's Mojo! I'm not, I'm not sure where the beefcake roll came into, but I'll take it every day, twice well, on Sunday. Your wife told me to tell you to say that. <laughs> Hold on, here we go, here we go. What is she trying to work up to if she's trying to tell you to do these things, to say these things? <laughs> anyway, she loves you. Anyway, guys, we appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy. You can find us on the Facebooks at Southern Fried Philosophy or our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com, on the Twitters and Instagram at SFP Radio, youtube.com forward slash SFP Radio. Uh, just a couple of housekeeping tips. If you want to check us out and hang out with us at the Busted Knuckle Studio, just give us a shout out via email at sfpradio at gmail.com and get your very own smoking hot sit ticket seats so you can sit in studio with us. Um, come check us out. Also, you can email us if you would like an SFP hat. If you followed along with SFP Lint, uh, I was wearing that hat just about every night. So if you'd like one of those, you can email us. And I think we're going to charge about 20 bucks for those. And then also we have... Or this... 40 for the one you were wearing. <laughs> I'll sign it and send it to you for 40 bucks. Um, or any other ones, I'll just wear them around the house for a day and then do the same thing. Or if you'd like a Syrup Life shirt, those are also $20. Send us um, uh, an email at sfpradio at gmail.com as well. And we will get that uh, sent out to you as well. So we'll figure out the payment and all that jazz. So... Anyway, that's about it. I'm going to ask you like I ask you every week. Mojo, how you be doing? You know, it's got my britches on fire. Oh, buddy. I, I know I'm going to take flack for this. Come on. That's okay. Come on with it. Women trying to park. Oh, no. I, I know. Let me also just again say this. Southern Fried Philosophy. Not <laughs> guests, Send your emails to mojo at SFP Radio. Yeah, I'll take it off. I'm just kidding. Oh, man. What's In that? a parking lot today. Mm. Trying to watch a woman back into a space. It was it was probably three minutes, but it felt like three thousand minutes. It was probably me. Are you sure it wasn't I'm me? I'm sure it was I'm sure it wasn't you. Dude, I'm horrible at Young back, lady, prob- probably twenty to twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, she spent about a good three minutes trying to back up, back back <laughs> pull forward back up, pull forward back up. Am I too close? Am I too far away? Just, she, she's not used to backing that thing up, huh? I guess not. But well, also, for her. the ones that circle the parking lots. You know, that would be you me. Know those? That would be me. The ones that circle, just so they can get two spaces first. You know, you mentioned uh, last week how us Southerners, we, we want to park like right in front oh, yeah. of the rest, the restaurant or anything like that. Um, but, it, man, I tell you what, that's so true because I, 
I went around like three or four times just trying to find a parking space. And absolutely, that's what it, I do. It, it's uh, when I used to, well, when I designed restaurants or used to design restaurants mm-hmm. more, um, you always had to have a parking footprint. You always had mm-hmm. to count you, if you were putting a, uh, if I was putting a restaurant in or if I was ha- consulting with a client, you always count the spaces for the restaurant. Yeah. You know? So people here in the South, we're we're just we're blessed to have. Parking, you know, we're not cramped up in right, each other unless like you get to a major York city or, like or downtown Charlotte, for example. That's down, true. Downtown Charlotte, I took a, a buddy of mine. His he had the transplant at the same time, or mm. like two days away from me. Took him out to lunch for our our little two year anniversary. That that doesn't sound like a date. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> your heart anniversary. Twenty one dollars parking for one yep. hour. Yeah, buddy. In downtown Charlotte. There you go. Anyway, um, and of course I had to walk half a mile. What about this? I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. What if you had a, like a shotgun restaurant mm-hmm. and every parking space was like right at the front, like one line like of parking, a, like, like a cigar shaped restaurant? There you go. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for it. You have two entrances. I'm Bam. All, yeah. Easy peasy. No, we just we love our we love our uh, parking here in the south. I You're mean, right about just, that. I don't know. It's just something we need. Something we do. So. <laughs> If if the restaurant if it's too far of a walk I'll forget it and I'll just go to somewhere else. But I'll I'm, go t- to McDonald's. I'm telling you, it is crazy to watch people circle a parking lot for twenty minutes because I because like you know I'll I'll go to the Harris Teeters and I drop the the youngin off to go run in for me because I'm too lazy to walk in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, also because I have you know dad privilege mm-hmm. and um yeah just I'll park into a space and then watch people circle yep. and circle and there's only like six cars deep <laughs> right I don't right. understand that I've never it's I've never, different when it's you're shopping you know yeah. you're like grocery yeah. shopping but if it's a restaurant I'm well, I didn't want that that bad <laughs> I'm gonna go somewhere else there's there's always a restaurant that has a B on the front door that's has parking very close what is that B as in bad oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, true there's always that there's always that restaurant that has, you know, questionable health violations mm-hmm. that, you, you know, yeah. parking's readily available. There so. you go. That is true. Like so, Captain D's, I tell you. Hey, hey, buddy. I just saw, where were we? We were driving back from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and we were in somewhere in West Virginia, Podunk, <laughs> West Virginia. Okay. Brand new Captain D's. Really? Brand new. Man, I tell you, the one here in Concord, I mean, <laughs> if you want a drug deal, that's the place That's, to that's where it. you go? Yeah. Because there's nobody there. I'll see you there at nine o'clock. There you go. <laughs> bring it's, bring cash. The only time they're busy Sunday Sunday mornings after that church. That's true. That's so true. Or know. during Lent, everybody wants yeah, to go. Yeah, everybody, everybody get to eat fish. There you go. So how you be doing, man? I'm telling you, you had it a couple of weeks ago dealing with the sinuses. I'm dealing with all that kind of junk. I actually took yesterday off and slept for 15 hours straight. Wow, baby. that's a marathon. No doubt. I I could either have chosen to. Um, to sleep or binge watch a Netflix show. So I chose wisely and I slept. <laughs> Feel a lot better today. Um, the wife and I, we're by the time you get this podcast, if you're trying to break into our house, we'll be home. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're leaving uh, tomorrow to go to Kentucky. So I'm going to go see Grams yep. and uh, yep. have some uh, wonderful time with her. So looking forward to that. It'll be good times. Chocolate gravy cheeseburgers. Yes, sir. Looking so forward to that. The other thing, too, I got an email this past week from uh, a friend of the show, John Caparulo, comedian John Caparulo. And uh, he's actually starting uh, to, to headline uh, in Vegas Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays. So he's got like a, a pretty long... Um, stent he's doing man there, so. have, have his name on the big lights of uh, Sin City with uh, yeah. the likes of Brittany and Celine Dion yeah uh, that's some bragging rights right there hey and he was here's here on the show so here's John giving us a shout out hey everybody it's John Caparulo and you are listening to the Southern Pride Philosophy Podcast 
I, I can't stress enough how good that is, okay? I mean, anything that's Southern pride has got to be fantastic, all right? Now it's philosophy. I mean, it's like it's like smart, but it's fatty. You guys got it. You, you'll love this. You'll love it. Just keep listening. So uh, thanks again, John, uh, for giving us a shout-out. And he was on the show, and you can go back in our records and see what uh, – listen to him on the podcast. I can't mm-hmm. remember what episode it was, but um, it was a good time having him on. It was 30-something. 30 30-something. Mm-hmm. 30 <laughs> 30 rocks, somewhere around there. Um, so anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. Good good for him. Old cap. All right, so we are going to go into some wacky news brought to you by Webmerized. If you need a clean, clean crisp website, <laughs> give them a call at Webmerized.com. Uh, webmerized.com for a clean, crisp website. Yeah, they don't sell cream. No. <laughs> Though if you're, if you're Asian, maybe. All right, so here's uh, some wacky news. All right, so I'm going to ask you, uh, Mr. Restaurant Cooked Chef Man, um, what is the hottest thing that you've ever ate in your life? Are I you? Pro- the- I think probably. Uh, um, I, I remember I, we had the Carolina Reaper chili. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, for we we would try to make the hot wing sauce and stuff mm-hmm. for the restaurant. Um, a lot of Thai food and Indian food. Boy, that that eats you up. That that'll tear you up. That's something that uh, you might want to have a couple gallons of water beside you <laughs> now are you do you like no i, I like stuff? spicy mm-hmm. but i like spicy where you can taste the food right it enhances. I, i'm not the one of these people who just Mm-mm. i want to bleed from an orifice no so, <laughs> yeah i never understood where like i like food i like to eat yeah. food i never yeah. want to like go into convulsions after i eat you that know, yeah that or you know have to sign a waiver um, right if there's a waiver involved i'm out you you, you can like have a heart attack I, yeah right. that's that's not me that's not that's not the kind of dining experience Mm-mm. that i usually go for right um even though that's a good chance at some of these uh, shady wing shot uh, wing joints around town but <laughs> right. yeah that uh that's not my cup of tea so a man who ate the world's hottest chili is hospitalized with excruciatingly he- big headaches so a man bit off more than he could chew when he tackled the world's hottest chili. The so-called, as you said, Carolina Reaper was left with excruciating headaches. Um, the 34-year-old man who was not identified ate just one of the chilies in a, a chili-eating contest. Immediately, he began to dry heave, develop intense neck and head pains, um, starting at the back, which later spread across his whole head. It eventually left him uh, tingling sensation, and weakness, slurred speech, and dude had what they called a thunderclap headache. Have you ever, like, I've never even heard of thunderclap headache. Um, I have no clue what that is, but I, I probably could relate to after a long night of binge drinking in my twenties. <laughs> I think this is worse. This is when like the, the blood vessels in your brain actually constrict so much that you, you can't even like, yeah, you can yeah. barely even breathe. Exactly. And, um, <sighs> I just I just can't imagine the stupidity. And there's been these challenges online where people you know, have been challenging to do this. So, yeah, I don't know. Yep, I can't I can't understand. Even if you look, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the the Reaper chili, but if mm-hmm. you even look at the picture of this thing, oh, it it, it, look, it screams, "Don't touch me!" It screams, "I will I will I will burn you once, and I will burn you <laughs> twice." 
<laughs> Once, twice, three times a lady, my friend. There's actually a the rumor. <laughs> there's a rumor out that someone has actually uh, made a or hybrid chili called the Dragon's Breath that's oh, supposed buddy. to be twice as hot what? as a Carolina Reaper. Right now, the uh, uh, um, peppers are measured on a Scoville units, mm-hmm. which is a Scoville guy named Scoville developed yeah. this, but it's heat units. Um, Carolina Reaper currently sits at 2.2 uh, million Scoville units. So this new Dragon's Breath is going to be 4.4 4 million. Holy cow. Yeah, so that's... Um, Y'all, don't eat this yeah. stuff. Don't yeah, eat that. I, that's, that's something I don't think I'd want to do. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, right, well, yeah, I'm just going to leave that there. That's crazy. Um, did you have any wacky news? I have one. Okay. Hopefully it's not... Hopefully we didn't duplicate duplicate nope. uh, the stories this week. But anyway... Um, I'm sure people have heard about this on the news, but I kind of caught it late, so here we go. Russian woman embalmed alive after surgical mistake. I saw that. Oh, my gosh. It's not really funny news, but that's Poor woman. A Russian woman reportedly died after a routine procedure when a hospital worker mistakenly injected her with a drug used to preserve dead bodies. That is awful. I'm not going to pretend to announce this name, but Mm -hmm. let's just say Svetlana, because that's the most common (laughs) Russian name I can think of. Uh, 28 underwent surgery last um, last month in a hospital in, let's just say, Moscow, because yeah. I don't know where it is, <laughs> in Western Russia to, to have uh, ovarian cysts removed, according to the state-owned television mm. station RT. During the March 15th operation, uh, personnel gave uh, Svetlana uh, what should have been saline, but turned out to be formalin, which is contains formaldehyde. Mm. So, that is awful. Um, yeah, it only... Luckily, she didn't suffer too long. It only took two minutes. Really? Um, yeah. I thought it was like a long time. Well, her organs mm. started to cease, and she was underneath Oof. anesthesia. But, man, what That's a uh, what a mistake that is. No doubt. And I'm not, sure, um, mm. what, I'm not sure what lawsuit reform is over there in Russia, but <laughs> holy moly. You better be paying out, Mr. Hospital. Uh, yeah. I, that, unfortunately, that happened, and that is some wacky stuff. So that, yeah. I already have a fear of hospitals, even though I've been, uh-huh. been in a few. Yep. But that's always been one of my fear fears is uh, going into hospitals. And I can relate. I'm telling you, when I was 12 years old, mm-hmm. I was undergoing, they were getting ready to do a biopsy mm-hmm. in my knee because I had cancer. Right. Sad story. But um, I was bald-headed from chemo, so you mm-hmm. couldn't tell me between a male or a female. <laughs> I pull, I pull, they pulled me into this OR uh, at Grady Memorial Hospital, which has been around since, like, 1600s mm-hmm. and um this old anesthesiologist probably uh age 90 asked me if my name was Brittany. oh i was like oh no my oh, name's brandon no. i think you got the wrong file oh no so luckily at 12 i didn't get neutered <laughs> <laughs> so that always scares me every time i do that I, I, oh yeah I, i've gotten to a thing if i have to go to a surgery procedure i always take a magic marker and write on my body so <laughs> well now they ask you 14 times what's your name date of yep, birth yep. so maybe that's why but doesn't help you when you like already have volumes to mm-hmm. soothe your nerves. That's so. true. That's true. Um, so I'm a I'm a connoisseur, not a connoisseur, but I do like some bourbon. Um, but Buffalo Trace just released a very rare bourbon called OFC Vintage Bourbons, and these are from 1985, 89, and 1990. Wow. Um, these bottles of bourbon, the suggested retail price is $2,500 each. Yikes. $2,500. Only one barrel of each bourbon was available with very little whiskey in each. The 89 uh, barrel had 18 bottles, 85 had 61 bottles, and 90 barrel had 63 bottles. So it's very, very rare. 
Um, I mean, good night. There's nothing that would make me pay twenty five hundred dollars for a bottle of bourbon unless I knew I could sell it for like ten grand. Well, just imagine, you know, and there will be some high end restaurant that gets a bottle, mm-hmm. so they'll double the price of that. It's gonna be five grand. So imagine yeah. that per shot. Now, yeah. I haven't seen what the size bottles are, but man, yeah. that's that's gonna be some pricey liquor. <laughs> Louis the Thirteenth is the most priciest liquor per shot. In yeah, a restaurant? Really? Well, it was a few years back. Um, so I can imagine what this uh, brown water is going to cost per shot. So yeah. um, it's probably a little out of my price range, though. I remember I, I had some Pappy Van Winkle, a 10-year one time, mm-hmm. and a shot for that was $20. And my dad was with me, and he looked at the he, the guy wrote down like how many how much each one of them was. And my dad said, was this for the bottle? <laughs> <laughs> he has no, no clue, but, uh, it, it was, it was good. It was, you know, an anniversary special. So I was able How much? to have a shot. You paid 20 bucks. $20. For was it worth shot. the 20? Uh, it was, you know, just to say that I had it. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. So there's that. So, uh, that's some wacky news brought to you by Webmerized. Again, if you want a clean, crisp website, <laughs> go check them out at webmerized.com. Again, webmerized.com. So fresh and so clean. When we come back, we will have Dear Mojo. And um, then our special guest will be Nuff Said. All right, we'll be back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Words cannot describe how awesome Robert and his team at Webmerized are. In our time of need, Robert came through for us and devoted more time than expected to help our organization develop our new website. It truly is a blessing to have an individual that can speak to the average person not in the IT world in a manner that can easily be understood. The process of working with his team was painless, and I look forward to working with them for future projects. Our website is spectacular, and I'm really proud of what was developed by Webmerized. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Don't take Stella H's word for it and also Southern Fried Philosophies, but go out to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D, or check out the sponsors link on our website. And if you mention the word biggin in your order, you'll get 10% off. Check them out at webmerize.com for your web services needs. All right, we are back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast and we have got a segment we call Dear Mojo, and on Dear Mojo, we basically take the Dear Abby questions, and we ask Mojo how he would answer them and see if he gets it right. So here is some Dear Mojo. Dear Abby, dear Abby, my feet are too long, my hair is falling out, and my rights are all wrong. My friends, they all tell me that I'm no friends at all. Won't you write me a letter? Won't you give me a call? Well, that ended abruptly, (laughs) probably like the segment. (laughs) Just like it hit a roadblock. (laughs) Dear Mojo, when I was 70, I started taking drama classes twice a week, and I still do. My wife was against it and insisted that because none of our friends or relatives were doing it, neither should I. As a result, I, su- I suggested we live apart. That escalated quickly. Uh, I, I brought, bought a small apartment, and I live alone. We see, we see each other regularly, go to the cinema, the theater, visiting friends and vacations. Every now and then, she raises the topic again, saying she feels betrayed, offended, and abandoned, and suggests we stop seeing each other for two or three days, quote, so she can recover from the pain I inflicted on her. 
Um, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. I'm not cheating on her, and she knows that and doesn't accuse me explicitly, but I think she's jealous and distrustful. Signed, Frustrated in Bulgaria. (laughs) (laughs) So how would you answer that one? Um, I think both you morons are selfish. (laughs) Okay. Um, I mean, you got to think the wife doesn't want him to do this. I mean, granted, it's kind of odd for a 70-year-old to do drama classes, but... You know, maybe he wants to be around odd. some fresh young faces to feel alive, you know, instead yeah, of that's true. Some, some crusty old friends that just want to play Baccarat. What's wrong with Baccarat? Nothing. I'm just saying that's probably okay. what their daily routine right. is. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, the, uh, I mean, the guy's also kind of selfish, too, because obviously mm. he moved out. And, he moved out. You know, doing his own Deuce Bigelow Jigelow <laughs> things. I mean, they, it's, but both of them are kind of selfish. I mean, how, how, how many years have they been together, I wonder? I mean, they've probably been together for a few, I'd imagine. Right. In Bulgaria, it's probably legal to marry when you're 12. So that, That's probably true. So they probably have been married for, what, 58 years? Could so, be, yeah. Um, yeah, just uh, both of y'all need to just grow up. I love how he went straight from, I don't. she said, I don't think we should do it, and he goes, well, I'm going to move out. <laughs> I mean, he just like went straight that was that. The, that was the linchpin that held <laughs> held everything together, and, and she just pulled it out. You know, like what? I wonder what they've been through, what they've seen. Right? Bulgaria, I mean, Bulgaria was sure. part of the, was part of the Iron Curtain of Russia, so they went through communism, but they, the fall of communism, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he gets he gets a little hissy fit because he can't take drama class. Yeah, I mean, come on, I can't come believe on. it. And you, you went through. Famines, starvation, bread lines. Yep. Won't take drama class. But the acting class is out. That's it. I will draw the line at acting classes. Um, I think exactly what you said, uh, dear Abby said as well. What I think is not having heard your wife's side of it from her, you may be, your insight may be correct. However, before accepting the guilt trip that she's laying on you, remember that since you moved out, she hasn't invited you to move back in. All right, so here's the, here's our second one. Dear at, dear Mojo, <clears throat> I'm in my 30s, and I moved out of my parents' home 10 years ago. Last week, Well, I, congratulations. That's <laughs> more than most generations. Well done, lady. Last week, I decided to visit them, and we went out to eat. Dad has a habit of sending his food back to the kitchen. Quote, my steak isn't good enough, or, quote, my food is cold. Could you warm it up? He even does this at restaurants that aren't fancy. My dad has done this my whole life, and he's in his 60s. It's embarrassing for me and mom, and it frustrates the cooks and wait staff. Is there a polite way of telling him to stop this behavior? He takes any criticism personally. Embarrassed in the Northeast. <laughs> well, number one, I can kind of see your dad's point, okay, from, from a patron. Sure. Okay, you're paying good money. You're basically paying double to triple price what you could produce it at the house. Well, most mm-hmm. likely, unless you yeah. go to a fancy restaurant with, like, Chilean sea bass with a mango salsa. Hey, buddy. You may not be able to do that at home. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to, you know, one of the, the chain restaurants where you're getting some fried scrimps and whatever else, mm-hmm. you know, you're paying you good money that. for this. Yeah. yeah, you're paying good money for this. So I can see his point if it's not hot or if it's undercooked or yeah. it's got a cockroach in it or whatever. <laughs> um, but I also can see... Her point too, where it is embarrassing. There's, if this is a habit thing or, or a, a manipulation of trying to get a free meal mm-hmm. as a former restaurant tour, yeah, that would drive point. me nuts. Yeah. And um, you know, hopefully he realizes that these places don't make top profit off of the stuff. They have a lot of costs associated with it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you just might want to address the the issue with the dad. But I would not probably do it from the uh, from a vindictive point. I would do it from more of a a uh, consumer thing. If you're going to send it out, send it back. Why don't we just stay at home? Oh yeah, cook a meal, we grab some steaks at the old Harris Teats, and yep. 
we'll, we'll cook those out. And then if you get, if you want to send that back, you can blame mom or yourself. <laughs> so, I would refuse to go out and eat with, eat, eat with them. Oh, that, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Abby said, you are certainly free to tell your father that his habit embarrasses you, but after all these years, you and your mother are not going to change him. Restaurants are in the hospitality business. If your father isn't satisfied with his food, he has the right to ask that they be served to his liking, and most restaurants will gladly comply. If you are not, you are not responsible for the, for the actions of other people, and because of that, you should not feel embarrassed. But, I mean, every time going out, I mean. Yeah, we don't know if that's. You know, exaggeration, yeah. but I'm sure it's probably pretty high according to this. But hey, you know, like I said, I mean, you get what you pay for, so mm. send it back if you don't. But just just stay at home and cook. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. We ended up doing that with my family anyway, because by the time we argued for thirty minutes about what my wife yeah, doesn't is that want, not getting any better. I feel bad about Dude, that. No, like, no, it's not. We will <laughs> sit in the parking lot on in with the app you know, called Yelp, just yeah. searching for restaurants. And every 26 that I pull, she knocks them all down. Oh. She chooses the ones that's closed on Sundays. That That's just insane to me. All right. And our last one is, um, Dear Mojo, my elderly father remarried after my mother died two years ago. He married an acquaintance who was 30 years younger at the courthouse with no friends or family in attendance. He told this woman beforehand that he was, there was a large widow's pension that he'd paid into for decades that he wanted to give to her by marrying her. She claimed to be in a, quote, unhappy marriage at the time and promptly got a divorce. Well, she and her now ex-husband have, quote, suddenly started getting along just great, end quote. Uh, so she decided to continue to live with her ex after her marriage to my dad, despite agreeing to the, these terms and because th- the woman teased him before their marriage. Dad is angry that she will still still won't have, we'll just say, um, relations with him <laughs> so also upsetting is that when they are out socially his new wife still introduces her as her ex-husband and her dad as her quote friend uh, now we learned that despite the assurances during discussions with an attorney prior to the marriage that she would never exercise her rights as a spouse to any other funds or property she's asking my dad for a monthly allowance so she can retire since she has no savings what do we do uh Signed, stepdaughter in revolt. Hitman. <laughs> to knock out the stepmom? <clears throat> yeah. Wow. No. I, um, oh, 30 I, I, years I, younger. I, yeah. I think I lost you with that half the, half through, halfway I, through that. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> no, it's fine. But um, I, yeah, you, I probably screwed that up. No, no, no. I don't think you did. I think my brain, uh, I think the coffee wore off. Basically, finally. he married a 30-year-old woman, yeah. signed a pension, said she can have it. But now she likes her ex-boyfriend, yeah. her ex-husband. Basically could have been a ploy just to, exactly. yeah, to basically be a gold digger. Um, what do you do? I, I don't think I there's mean, much you can do. I mean, it, you, your father made an independent choice right? Um, of his own volition. Um, hope, hopefully he realizes the, the folly of his, his ways. <laughs> um, you know, I actually had something similar happen to this. My grandfather, who's now past but he was my grandmother passed and he went for a few years and then all of a sudden um a woman probably 40 years younger whoa uh, came in the picture came a knocking yeah and um she basically milked him for everything he was worth i mean oh, not no. not that he's not that he was wealthy by no Hot means dog. i mean he was mm. uh, he was a 
a truck driver all his life and could never hold a dollar. You mm. know, my grandma was mm-hmm. responsible for that, but same situation. I mean, my, my, my mom was upset, you know, her siblings were upset, but what can you do? I mean, yeah. um, people quote unquote fall in love or fall in lust or whatever it may be. I mean, they get, you got to kind of let them make their own decision. I just don't think there's anything you can do except mm. maybe try to rationalize with them. I mean, that, that, that's a, that's a tough situation, but um, I mean, you, you can either do that rationalize or like I said, hire a hitman. Okay, so your advice is hire a hitman. Abby says that there's certainly something you could do. You have some recourse. Your father's lawyer should be consulted immediately to discuss an annulment of this bogus arrangement. Mm. So you could always just hire a lawyer. It sounds like it may have been British law, too, maybe. Well, I, I, I don't know they, this just, one's in, they said widow's pension, which I don't uh, know if that was a union union thing or um, hmm. could have been British. So How about I'm just it? curious. Yeah, just I have curious. no idea. It doesn't say. All right, so that is an episode of Dear Mojo. When we come back, we have special guests with us in studio, Nuff Said. We'll be back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Gospel up in here. Woo! You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. And in studio with us, we have the ultimate host. Uh, Mr. Nuff said, how you doing, sir? Hey, oh, man, I'm great. Like Tony the Tiger, I clear to God. I feel great. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So glad to be here, man. Southern fried. You know how we live. Everything we do in the South is fried anyway. It's you know delicious, I mean? it's isn't perfect, it? Oh, God, I love it. See, I'm not fat. I'm actually fluffy. You know, I got you. I'm, I'm picking like a Pomeranian. When I, when I get wet, I'm just as skinny as you want to be. You just got to yeah. use your Holy Ghost imagination. <laughs> See me how God sees me. Close your eyes. <laughs> well, dude, we met at the uh, fourth annual yeah. portrait something at, at the Care Wars. Pound, cake. The pound cake. Yeah. Did you have a piece of that, by the way? What? Man, a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. I'm still got my tongue slapping my brain from the pound cake. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was delicious. And it was seven up pound cake, too. It was sun drop. Oh, sun, sun drop. drop. There you go. I knew it was one of them drops. Yeah, it was <laughs> seven up to the drop. It was good stuff. It was delicious stuff. Yes, sir. So tell us a little bit about what you do. I saw you doing some some comedy there, some yeah. clean comedy. Yeah, absolutely. You, you were doing some um, just some some oral presentation mm-hmm. things like that. So tell us a little bit about what you do and, and kind of like where people can can connect with you. Absolutely. Well, first of all, my name is Nuff said the ultimate host, and what I do is just that. I believe in comedy. I believe in spoken word. I believe in using your art. So therefore, I am an instrument. I was that kid always told as a child, you know, you refrain from unnecessary talking on the on the little report card. <laughs> right. Needs improvement. You know what I mean? <laughs> now we get paid to talk. God is so good. You know right, what I mean? Right. But uh, what I do is I host. I host. I offer comedy, clean comedy. I have a movement right now. It's called Church Folk Ain't Laughing Enough. Mm. And 
Come what on. it does, yeah, we go across, I go across the U.S. on June 2nd, I'll be in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, and on May 26th, I'll be in Charlotte at the Rock Worship Center. May 18th, I'll be in Florida, uh, coastal Florida, doing a show there. Okay. And we got New Jersey, New York on the lineup, too. We just finished the show at Weeping Willow, Amy Zion Church in Charlotte. Wow. Uh, church folk ain't laughing enough. Comedian Julio Hennessy, uh, clean comedian Adrienne, um, my guy Big Win, comedian out of Greensboro. So I take a dynamic team of comedians in in addition to praise and worship leaders also. Okay. So they have a comedic acting experience. So it's like sure. stand up and act funny. So it's like standing up, you know, in church and standing up for Christ and standing yeah. up to one deliver, you know, what we need. And I think a lot, the reality is it's like, we have the right method, excuse me, the right message in church, but right. we have the wrong method. You know what I mean? Right it's like, that. we have the, the life and the, the joy of the Lord and all this stuff. It's like, where's that? You know, what, what's wrong? <laughs> Everybody look like baptizing pickle juice. You know, so. But that's what I do. I love the host and I love the MC. Um, I, I have a, comedy karaoke show at okay. press box which i'll be at later on tonight okay but uh, yeah that's it man i'm all about just living life enjoying life and it's showing showing that there's another side of life in itself and it's a joyous side mm. so that's how i roll yeah dude that's awesome I, I agree i think that we'll go to church at least when i was growing up and it was a bunch of old prunes that were sitting there yeah. and not doing nothing and you didn't know right. if they were alive or dead right and that you, the only time wake up <laughs> wake up <laughs> but you know but you know though when when you have that conversion experience and people around us, mm-hmm. you got to go burn everything. You got to get rid of, you know, like yeah. how many CDs did I take to church camp and burn or crush <laughs> or cut yeah, right. up? You know, you got to quit watching all the, you got to quit watching all these TV shows because they're going to, you know, ruin your brain or whatever. So, so are you saying to burn grandma? I don't know uh, what you're saying. No, no, I'm saying like the music. <laughs> I mean, you burn grandma if you want to. That that could be a felony in most states. Wait a minute, but... grandma. Wait a minute, grandma. Wait a minute. Y'all done threw me from a train. Now you want to burn me. <laughs> but, you know, you, you have that conversion experience, and you're yeah. supposed to have no no fun in your life, right. no joy. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, I got you. Like you only now. rely on the God to, to give you joy. Like you yeah. can't have fun in humanity. You're right. So. Yeah. God bless. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we, so much so much of church just seems so dry. Yeah. And also, a lot of the Christian comedians, a lot of them, I shouldn't mm-hmm. say all of them, but a lot are just stupid. Not no, funny. I, yeah, no, I agree corny. with that. I agree. There's a lot of corniness going on. That's unfortunate. You know, it's really, really unfortunate. But like you said, the churches, I mean, I, I, I want energy when I go into a church. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I love Jesse Duplantis. He's a comedian. Man. I love Jesse. <laughs> he's funny. You know what I mean? Jesse have you laughing to you poop in church. But I just think that, man, it's like, I want, I want to feel the energy. I want somebody to holler, scream, throw a pocketbook, do something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah. how I feel. I, I think that's one thing that's missing, just that energy. Well, I yeah. grew up, I grew up Pentecostal, so we always had the we always have pew oh, walkers yeah, and uh, people yeah. running around. Yeah. yeah, they run around, they haul off and just go to running in church. There's there's yeah. B. She just lost her hairpiece again. They're exactly right. <laughs> I know that. I know the experience. I tried to run in a mega church one time <laughs> and passed out between the third and the fourth pew. I just laid there until somebody found me. They was looking for me for the rest of the service. They didn't know. They thought I went to the bathroom. I was passed out trying to make it back around. Man, yeah. I ain't got a marathon spirit. In me. I ain't got that. I had to stop short of the glory. You understand? You definitely don't. Yeah. Run, you definitely don't run in uh, Joel Osteen's church. No, sir. That's, that's the old no, Houston sir. Rockets arena right yeah. there. Right. It's like, oh, her husband's running away. <laughs> Uh-oh, she's running away. <laughs> that's right. If you're doing that, you better be getting paid like a couple million for running up and down those aisles. You better believe it. I'm looking like at a tag service. I'm high-fiving people going through looking for little marathon cups and stuff. You know, it's crazy. Christian CrossFit right there. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you right. go. And I'm one Jesus and two Jesus and three Jesus and no stretch. Holy Ghost. <laughs> 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 That's great. So, yeah. wh- where's been some of the best places that you've uh, performed yet? That you Walmart. 
Walmart. Yeah, favorite place. My favorite <laughs> stage of all time is Walmart, man. I just love, I think Walmart's just great. The first of all, the people oh, in yeah. Walmart will oh. crack you up. Walmart. Come on with it. Oh my God, man. I, I I love I just wherever. I mean car washes, but Walmart. Walmart's yeah. by far my favorite. Is it Wal is it Walmart or Walmart's? Wally World. Oh, Wally World. Oh. Yeah, Wally World. That's, That's right. kinda like the Tarjay of Target. Target. Yeah. There you go. There you got yeah. you know. <laughs> but here in the South we have to drop the S on the end of the stores like Targets and yeah. <laughs> and Walmarts, yeah, right. And Kmart's, yeah, that's right. We can't talk right. proper to save our life. Uh, do you remember what we did back in the day with the Kmart? Remember going to Kmart shopping? Oh, yeah. and your mom said that blue light go oh, off, she goes crazy. All of a sudden, everybody freaks out in the store, snatching kids. Let's go! We're it's like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, the women's yeah, in their yeah. brass knuckles. Yeah, you remember that? It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I, I used to work at a Kmart. That was the worst experience I've ever had in my life. <laughs> really? I, I hated the shoe that. department. <laughs> Let me find out you got an Al Bundy spirit. That is great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude. Man. So so. You, you mentioned you have a, a pretty regular thing on Wednesday nights at the Press yeah. Box. So yep. tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, well, Press Box is uh, a comedy karaoke show. Uh, like I said, all my shows are clean. I believe in offering a service to um, – to. I'm a Christian, so therefore mm-hmm. I love Jesus Christ. And with that being said, I use my comedy. I don't have to use profanity to get a message across to you. I don't have to yeah. use you know, vulgar tones or undertones and stuff. You know what I mean? Just yeah, to get a, get a laugh out of you. So I believe in living the life and experiencing uh, – like the ultimate experience of just enjoying life in itself. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so that's what we do at um at press box and i'm so proud of it because it's been going on for a whole year now uh-huh. um dj stacy blackman from my old school 105.3 is my oh, dj nice. for karaoke uh, and then Techno movements which is a team of djs like 80 of these guys man yeah they all come on these Techno shirts it's amazing it's kind of like reminds you of, of, of the matrix you know, they're like <laughs> several of them but they all have these shirts but they're all really amazing djs and so they do it with these breakout sessions where they dance and interact nice. but the thing i love about press box most is we had all genres of music so when i get my fans and my friends come through. I call them dope friends. My mm-hmm. dope friends come through, and they always do dope things, you know. So they'll do like an acapoco. I like to call it acapoco. Uh-huh. They do an acapoco version, you know. That's something like acapella, same mm-hmm. thing, but just a little get a little bit more funk and stanking on it, get a little southern <laughs> fried on it. You know what I mean? I got you. So that that's what I love. I love that. Um, I love being there, man. It's it's a good time, and it's definitely a good stage because I get to share. I minister to these people, and I mm-hmm. tell everyone, you know, one hand wash the other, both hands wash the body. Mm-hmm. This is important to us reaching and working together. Yeah. When you look out on a harbor and you look at it look at the say for the yachts and so forth some are new some are old but the thing about it regardless of what yacht just came out yesterday when the tide rises they all go up together you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that's again the importance of us working together we don't have to hate each other Mm -hmm. the crab in a barrel of of a spirit or if we can go to the bible the pharisee spirit where you can't celebrate your brother you know what i'm saying because pharisees couldn't celebrate christ and he came for them he was on their team like oh would you guys (laughs) no nothing all right no bro go over here you know so that's what i'm all about that's what i love that's That's why i love press box that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Family place. Yeah. Um, so wh- how did you get started on? I mean, I know you said as a kid, like, that you yeah. got that grade. Yeah, I got yeah. that same grade, too. Yeah. Also, the same grade of, like, hey, he won't get out of the lunchroom. I need right. him to leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. Oh, man, I'm telling you, man. Listen, yeah, so I started off as a kid. I, I did my first uh, Dr. King, Dr. Martin Luther King dramatization, which we're just celebrating mm. his assassination here a few yeah. weeks ago. But, um, yeah, so my mom would go to Tape City, which was this, like, old school record store in Charlotte. And she'd give me all these tapes of Dr. King 
speeches, so I had to learn, you know. Mm. And then I'd go to church and I perform these speeches for the church, and oh, wow. which was really cool, you know, because you, you like you. I, I became. It got to a point where I became overwhelmed, or, or not overwhelmed, I said overcome mm. with his with with his passion of what he was talking about. You know, mm. you follow these words, you follow, you start talking about the, Parth- the Parthenon and all these other places. It, he was just such an elaborate speaker. I just love the, the colorful words that he used to illustrate mm. points. Uh, but with that, that's why I started, and then from there, you know, I, at four, age fourteen, I did my first commercial for athletic and men's name brand before we had Foot Locker, Champs, or any of those shoe stores in Charlotte. (laughs) It was athletic, men's name brand, and shoehorn. You know, that's kind of where you got your shoes and stuff. ironic because I also did my first one for Big and Tall. There you go. I was was the tall one. (laughs) (laughs) Bless God. Bless God. (laughs) You took my job. Absolutely, but yeah. So that's that's how I started. I did, a, you know, got a contract with Nike, Avia, and Reebok, oh, and wow. myself and two other friends. And from there, we won this contest for Town and Country Ford. But nobody was old enough to drive. Well, like fourteen years old, <laughs> so we beat out all these old guys. I was like, yeah, well, they can't even ride in the car. It's like, so we had to take the second fiddle price. It was like three hundred dollars, split a hundred bucks, and let the guys run around. They were all old enough to buy a car, but none of their credit was good enough to buy a car. So you know, it was, it was crazy. It's like, hey, well, our credit is good still, you know. So, you know. Anyway. That's awesome. Yeah, but that's where it started, man. Back yeah. then, and I'm a product of Charlotte, North Carolina, born and raised. I remember nice. Concord was like that faraway place that nobody Whoa. goes to. Yeah, like, you going to where? Concord? Oh Lord, you pack a lunch. You know, it's like <laughs> now we just spin in and out of the city like nothing. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, what's been some of the biggest changes that you've seen since? You're native. None of us. We're both not native. Oh, my Lord, man. Everything's changed. Everything. Like, absolutely everything from wow. the people to the, the streets, the sidewalks. They changed everything. The stop signs. There's nothing to stream <laughs> anymore. Street it's names, like, too. Yeah, the street names. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's like Chicken Little. The sky's falling. The sky's falling. <laughs> you know, the city's changing. The city's changing. It's crazy. Yeah, but everything. The skyline has changed tremendously in Charlotte and uh, over the past few years. And I noticed uh, I was watching um, a WBTV special, and it was like, it was kind of like scary because WVT, they, they, all of the reporters came out with this real straight face. It's like, okay, guys, we're going to show you the new developments in Charlotte over the next five years. These things are going to happen. And they start showing all these different mm-hmm. like up buildings and stuff. And they're talking about how they're building on top of buildings now going up. That's the new mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. in downtown Charlotte. So it was just really, it was really neat to watch, you know, these things happen. And a lot of people don't know, but there's fresh, wa- fresh water springs under the city of Charlotte. Did not know so, that. So, yeah, there's fresh springs underneath the city, but we don't tap into them. We don't use them. But there are fresh springs where my dad hmm. grew up in a t- small neighborhood called Brooklyn, which was just on the lower portion of downtown Charlotte hmm. um, years ago, of course. But, I, it's, you know, things have really changed a lot in the city of Charlotte. One of my favorite places in the whole city to go to, though, is Freedom Park. I love mm-hmm. Freedom Park. So that's Freedom Park is everything. It's just freedom. You feel free. And I love the spring festivals and all of that. Nice. Very yeah, cool. Love the yeah. city. I, I I lived here 20 years ago before I moved back in Pineville. Oh yeah, and that was far out yeah. back. You know, it back sounds then. far. Yeah, it sounds yeah. far. Pineville. Yeah, <laughs> but now it's you know just part of Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. kind of like yeah. Concord. Yeah. Right. And so. now Lancaster and Indian Land, Indian Trail. Yeah, and, which is a different state. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they feel, feel right. so close, though. That's exactly right. But you're just right here. That's right. Come over to our house, cross over the line. <laughs> Pay like, our state you know, taxes. There I you got go. You. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's what they really want. Oh, God. We'll drive a thousand miles just to get cheaper gas, only uh, yeah. to lose right. it on the way back home. But we yeah. still feel good because we pay less. Why is that, why is that mentality? Yeah, we, have, we have the mentality. Yeah. You know, for a while, we would drive all the way down. 
down to Ballantyne just to get cheap gas. Right. And we're right. Like, but here's the doing? thing, though. You know, your car, most, most compact cars only have 15 gallon tanks. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you right. save a buck fifty on 15 right. gallons, but then right. spend three bucks driving back. This is a how, penny saved is a penny on. <laughs> yeah. This is how my wife would justify it, though. She's like, well, we can go down to Payway because that was the only oh, Payway yeah. back there. We're like, we're going <laughs> right. down there and to eat, and then we'll just get cheaper gas while we're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll so, work. That, that's how she justified it. <laughs> I mean, I've been guilty of it, too. I've been guilty. I've been guilty of it. Hey, on the highway, I will I will nurse the the E sign on the, oh, in the yeah. tank just to get to another place and save four cents. So, you sure. and me, but you and me both. But you know, yeah. You, yeah. you're on the dice. But I, but I, I won't drive across town anymore. So yeah, I no, guess I got you. I earn the big bucks now. So I can. <laughs> well, I just get like five or ten dollars at a time because I never <laughs> know when my car just won't crank up no more. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> there goes that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. At least you got, at least you got that full forty dollars right. exactly. in the tank. Oh, I'll be so nauseous. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I should have okay. put that forty dollars. I could have paid for the tow. Right. No, I'm out yeah. there with a hose, so trying to <laughs> siphon it out. You know, next I'm in the ER. <laughs> oh God, that's right. crazy. So, um, yeah. tell us a little bit about what you're what you're up to now. Can we can we talk about? You said last week or two weeks ago you were at, in Chicago for True TV. Can we talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I was in Chicago. It was uh, one of my great friends. Her name is Lisa Lares, um, great comedian, and she was airing her show. Which she gave me some pointers of information on what I need to do to contact them as well. And it's actually called Laugh Mob. It's really funny. It's a new concept with comedy. Um, but what, what they offer is they have a comedian that stand up and they just basically give their same stand up routine. And while the comedian is telling the story, as comedians often do, we mm-hmm. know that all humor comes out of tragedy or tragedy and humor, they kind of go together. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> as they're telling, she's telling the story. And in particular, she was talking about her daughter. She told her daughter, listen, I know you're 12, I know you're born April 27, uh, 1989 or whatever, whatever, which makes you seven and blah 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 but no at 17 but today you're seven she goes to this whole long spill or whatever and i know i got the dates and the ages mixed up but she goes to this long spill and then she, she goes um so when we get to this counter you know what to tell that man when he asks the question the guy is in this again this is a comedian talking mm-hmm. but the animations of actors you know acting out what she's saying and so okay. the guy the, the comedian i mean the uh, host looks toward leans forward and goes so little girl how old are you and she goes well, my mother said da 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 da, and she looks at the guy. But today, I'm seven, and so it just show it just shows like I think again illustrating a point. So mm. it's one thing I think uh, that w- way we've enhanced uh, performing arts has been with the illustration. So as me as a singer, now we see liturgical dances, we see mm. um, different type of illustrations while something else is going on. Period. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we bring to the table with the comedy, and that's what Laugh Mob is about. Nice. And again, it was really dope. So I look forward to uh, getting with them with True TV and getting my own segment aired there as well. Very cool. cool. Awesome. Just uh, another question, oddball question. What, what do you think the state of comedy is right now in, in America? Because, mm-hmm. you know, comedy has changed so much in the last four years. Yeah. You know, where um, humor and tragedy, but all self, self-deprecating humor has is, is always been a big thing. Um, yeah. un, you know, not politically correct humor. I mean, people you think of Bernie Mac. You think of right. uh, George Lopez, who, right. who makes fun of, of the Mexicans. Right. And, you can't say that. Okay, uh, high, the Hispanics, but you know you, you have that, and now yeah. it's people get so offended at that. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of the future of comedy is going to be, or or do, or do comedians need to hold their line and still put, and push that? Man, listen, comedy is going to continue to do what comedy does: mm-hmm. make people laugh. Uh, again, tragedy. We're going to all. I mean, when nine eleven happened, wasn't nothing funny, but after now, yeah. yeah, there's tons of stuff on that. The Pope, again. 
as as CNN just reported, one of the most powerful, or the powerful, most powerful, influential man in history. Oh, you get it, but again, nothing really. But when you put the jokes, Google Jesse Jackson. We just did it this week. Uh, Jesse Jackson, Pope, and Mike Tyson. It was oh, like geez. tons. Can you imagine just that? You know, there's tons and tons of jokes about that. But I, I just, I really think the state of comedy is what it is, man. I think, um, I think that we're in a day and age where in society where things are just so, um, so brutally true and so brutally um hurtful you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying with, with i mean just the thing from bullying to the 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 black lives matter to all lives matter to gay rights i mean you name it you i mean pick, pick, so, a, pick a topic yeah, yeah you could pick any one of these and there's so much rah 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 and so much negative and and mm-hmm. just like evil is if i can go there you know yeah, evil yeah. energy uh, that's that's fueling and driving these things where we're we're all in a dark room pointing at each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I realize that in this dark room we're all the same. Right. You know, and that's just that's just it. Until the light comes, when we can see clearly now, I'm not even looking at your differences now in the light. Now I'm looking at you as a, another person, another human being, a person of character, a person of value, a person of substance. So it's, the mindset is different. But meanwhile, we're just all in this darkness pointing at each other and there's shots being fired across the room, lives being going going up. And I mean there's just no there's no answer. So where what does comedy do? Comedy continues to be comedy. Comedy has got to keep the lifeline for us because, I mean, just like it was said about the United States of America, when we go through 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 the depressions and these dark periods as countries, the, the entertainment industry boosts. They, yeah. they boom. Mm-hmm. You know, the movies and people are looking for an outlet, a way to get away mm-hmm. from the reality that they really don't like so much. Yeah, you know, right. and many can't even deal with. So I just think, you know, uh, that when you look at our troops and I think, you know, with kids, with my kids that are being that are coming up now, my baby is sixteen, my older kids are twenty three, mm-hmm. all in two in the navy. But when I look at when I look at these children, and I think to myself, my son now has a son, and which makes me a granddad. I just, that's cool to me. You know, that's that's just really cool because it's like society, man. One society was telling me as a black male in 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 our city and state. You're not going to make it. But I did. You know, I made mm. it as a father. I made it now as a granddad. And so comedy has been my lifeline to keep me sane. You know, mm. I'm a retired husband, by God. You know, that means <laughs> I've been through divorce. You know what I'm saying? Served three tours. But, I mean, you know, some people look better gone. Don't judge me. But when, when, when you look at it, when you lay it down, man, and I, and I can tell anyone that comedy has saved my life. And as long as, mm. and there's different types of comedy. There's some comics that have that dry humor. Mm-hmm. There's some that have the slapstick, slapstick stuff. Mm. And then you have you just have different different yep. flowers, so to speak. It's your sure. choice. But I think comedy in itself is going to be fine as long as it continues to do what it's designed yeah. to do, make us laugh. Because laughter does the heart good like medicine. We know yeah. That, so. yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, it, and, and the other thing, too, that I'll point out is just because you're clean. I mean, that's so hard to get in it because yeah. it's so easy to go to that, you know, F-bomb oh, yeah, or sure. drop this or drop that to get the laugh. But and, and and we do the clean comedy or the clean podcast here so because we don't, we don't want to offend anybody. And, right. and we are Christians, too, so we don't want to go that route. Um, but that's so important. And, yeah. and Again, I love your heart. And I love going to churches and making people laugh. That, oh, I love you that's too, man. Amazing, man. Thank that you really so is. much, man. I appreciate it. And one of my newest projects I have is called Picture Pages. Okay. And in Rock Hill, South Carolina, on June 16th is going to be the debut of the show. Picture Pages is really dope because what we use is we take book authors. I have three book authors that I'm going to showcase, and I have a team of actors that are going to illustrate what the book author's book is about, oh, be wow. it a novel, be it an instructional book, or whatever. They're going to act that out amongst a dining office, like 250, 300 
hundred people in attendance were expecting. Nice. Um, everything's catered. Everything you know, there's food, dinner, southern cuisine, southern fried. There you so go. You got your southern cuisine out there. Um, but in it, and that's gonna be by my mother. She's an amazing cook, Miss Pearl. Pearl's mm. catering. You gotta get a Pearl I've box. I've actually had. Oh, that's what I'm she have, talking does she about. Have a food truck? Yeah, yeah. Well, she has one coming. It's called Good God Almighty's. No, I've, I've been <laughs> yeah. okay. I've been I've been Miss Pearl's though. Yeah, so we got. We yeah. definitely make sure we get you right, and I I'll make sure you guys somewhere. get yeah. to eat. Yeah, please. Because do. Um, with that, I mean that that's what it's all about. I want to bring a different product, but also I want to make sure I'm promoting literacy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. They always yeah. say if you want to hide something from a person, just hide it in a book. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to that's bring good. the literacy out. Help kids. We have in May. We have a kids segment, which my kid actors will act out children novels. Oh, so wow. the same thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be a dinner theater, but it'll be geared towards kids. So we have like maybe Happy Meal boxes or something. Yeah, cool. But yeah, it's real nice. But oh, that's, very cool. I'm really excited about that. Nice. No, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. If if you ever need to act out a cookbook. And then oh, yeah. I just eat the food. Sweet. I'm totally down for that. Just we can do that. We can do that. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> Very cool. So where can people get a hold of you if they want to connect and have you do be the ultimate host? Oh, sure, man. Easy find. One, you can call me 347-709-NUFF, N-U-F-F, or 6833. Again, that's 347-709-6833. Or you can reach me out on Facebook. Facebook is Nuff Said, N-U-F-F-C-E-D. Space Ultimate Host. Just keep enough said together, and you can use the same way to locate me on uh, Instagram, N U F F C E D. So those are definitely sure ways to get me. And of course, Twitter. When you get the Instagram or Facebook, either one, you can find me. Twitter is enough said. The number four S H O. Enough said for show. So awesome, easy find, easy find. Please tell me you're using the uh, picture page. Uh... Uh, theme song. You remember that on PBS? Picture page, yeah. picture page. Now it's time for picture page. And something about go get your pencils. Yeah. Please tell me you're using Dope. that. I wish, but you know what we did before we um, we started with our production? We had to go back and find out if, in fact, there were any, um, if they still had the right mm-hmm. stones to, to the name and everything, mm-hmm. but it's all dead. So nice. all of that's all stacked. Well done. So, it's all so you, us, can't, yeah. you can't take that? that? Absolutely. We can go with it. We can go awesome. with it. Cool. Yeah. I know you got to get out of here. We have a little game that we play 10 and 1. As we're going to ask you 10 questions, sure. see if you can get them under a minute. Do you Excellent. Be down to play? <coughs> Why not? All right. Let's go. All right. Pancakes or waffles? Oh, waffles. Best city that you visited? Charlotte. Uh, last show, the last TV show that you binge watched? Oh, the, the, Into the Band, The Badlands. Oh, that's my show. The Badlands. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> this is going to hurt. Uh, the most overrated comedian. Oh, I'm sorry, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> the last time you went for a jog on purpose. Oh, well, actually, coming up those stairs <laughs> to get into this podcast. <laughs> uh, your favorite place in Charlotte to get a bite? Oh, my mama's kitchen. Uh, underrate, the best underrated comedian? Hmm, the best underrated comedian by far, I think, would be Trevor Noah. He's my favorite. Uh, the favorite, the most favorite place that you've performed? Um, churches, and then, like I said, again, Walmart by far. Uh, what is your uh, home church? My home church is New Life right here in Concord, Pastor Tommy Steele. Cha-ching. And uh, last question, what is your spirit food? Everybody has a spirit animal. What is your spirit food? My spirit food has got to be silence. I can get it just spiritually meditating if I could do that. Uh, silence. I don't want I don't want nothing. Else. I want to eat silence. But the food, like what is your spirit? What's the food that you identify with most? Oh, you mean an actual food? An actual food. Oh, I thought you were talking about what I eat, eat for the spirit. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, That'll work. All right, yeah, I'm trying to eat less as possible. So my doctor said eat less as possible. Don't take too much air in either. Because if we think that part, that's probably, um, you know, getting to the bloated part. But our favorite food, I guess I go with oranges then. Oranges? Yeah, I, I like never oranges. had an orange. I've yeah. never heard orange yeah, in I like my life. Orange. There you All go. Right. Well, there 
there you go. Because it gives it a high instant energy. When I, I mean, I grind. Let me tell you this. So mm. I want y'all to understand what yep. we're talking about here, okay? So I was at Concord Mills. Excuse me. I was at Carolina Place Mall. Mm-hmm. Dropped my, so wife, my mom off at her. I know. Dropped mm-hmm. my mom off at her house when you called me. Yep. So I left there and got here in 27 minutes. That's insane. All right? So and that's from South Charlotte. We're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So in addition to that, tonight, I'm about to leave here and I'm going to do a show mm-hmm. at Press Box. Do that from 9 to 12, 9 to 1. This goes to 9 to 2, but I'm leaving early tonight. Yeah, sure. Leave there. I'm in the middle of moving, so I'm going to go pack oh stuff gosh. in the storage. Yeah, it's going to take me two to three hours to do that. Mm. Then I'm going to leave there. I'm going to go take a nap. Sure. Get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to get on an airplane to go to Florida to do a show there. Oh, mm. my tomorrow. gosh. Stay there for a day and a half, come back here to do another show. So, I mean, that, yeah, I got a pretty busy schedule. I'm going to need you to get some oranges to take those home with I you. I told you. Those oranges. <laughs> 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 Uh, well, Neff said, thank you so much for stopping by. I know you got to get out of here, so thank yeah, you. Appreciate pleasure, it. Yeah, I love you. y'all like cooked food. I clearly do. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. some raw. <laughs> yeah, awesome. so raw. All right, that was Nuff said. I appreciate him coming out and, and spending some time in studio with us. Um, you can check him some of his stuff out at Picture Pages. That's going to be in Rock Hill, South Carolina at The Well, Saturday, June 16th. So go check it out. You can get more info at 900-292-4032 for tickets there. So um, I think uh, I'm going to try to make it, and hopefully Mojo will too. Um, so that's uh, another episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, please go to Google Play, Stitcher, or iTunes. You can subscribe there. You can give us a like, a share. Uh, Give us a review. That's how we move up with the matrix of uh, all these podcast uh, aggregators. You can also go to our Facebook page, Southern Fried Philosophy. Go to our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. Also, the Twitters and Instagram at SFP Radio and YouTube.com forward slash SFP Radio. I think that's everything. There you go. All right. And as always, keep looking up.